Hello and welcome to another review episode of Future Chat. This time I'll be reviewing the Samsung Galaxy Tab S3. This is Samsung's newest tablet. And honestly, in the best way possible, this thing is the closest I've seen Samsung or any Android tablet be to an iPad. Uh, in look, at least, just looking at it from far away, you could actually honestly be confused into thinking, if you, especially if you looked at the front. The back is, uh, I guess that's probably Gorilla Glass. Uh, it looks fairly different than an iPad from the back, but from the front, it's pretty much indistinguishable. It's just a black rectangle. So first I'm going to tell you about what I, a few things that I really, really liked about this device. And then I'll talk a little bit about some of the things that I didn't like as much or things that felt like weird bugs or just felt wrong about the device. But overall, I'm, I'm fairly positive on this. The first thing you notice, obviously, when you, when you talk about a tablet is this giant screen. And Samsung always does with their OLED displays. They always do very, very vibrant screens. The colors on this thing are really great. Coming from an iPad, the first thing you notice is that they, the colors are super, super duper bright. In terms of looking at the screen, this is as good as you can expect from a modern tablet. Uh, it's got the same resolution as the iPad Pro, uh, 9.7 inch, and the colors are a little bit fuller just because it's got that OLED display, but otherwise you're not going to notice that big of a difference other than those brighter colors. The Tab S3 comes with a pencil, a stylus uh, included, and got to test that out. I will say that's one of the most impressive things about this device from a tablet standpoint. Um, I have used the Apple Pencil with the iPad and I, it's not as comfortable for me. It doesn't feel as natural as writing on paper, which was, was kind of honestly a disappointment to me. The Apple Pencil, when you're writing, it does kind of come out really one-to-one. -one. There's not a lot of latency or anything in the pencil, but it doesn't really feel as much like writing with a pen or pencil on paper as the Tab S3 stylus does. I, I found that just the way the nib feels when it's touching the screen feels really natural and, and lends itself to better, more accurate handwriting than I found with the Apple Pencil. And that to me, especially if, you, if you're an artist or if you're using this for writing, the latency might not be as good. They're, they're, they're comparable. I, I didn't do any scientific tests or anything, but I did find that it was more natural writing with this stylus. I also, I think the Apple Pencil is a little bit too long. The stylus the Tab S3 comes with is relatively short in comparison to the Apple Pencil, and I find that's a little bit more natural. I found that just writing in terms of the weight of it, it, it lends itself more to kind of feeling like a natural pen, whereas the pencil has so much battery hanging off the, the back end because it's so long that it will tend to hold me back and write differently than a pencil would. The way this stylus works, it doesn't require a battery. This is what I'm told. I'm not sure exactly how they accomplished that, but it's pretty impressive. And I do find that the Apple Pencil tends to run out of battery quite a bit, just idling there because it doesn't have any kind of off on or off functionality. This is kind of a nice thing to have in terms of making sure that you're never needing to charge something up before you're using it. You never need to charge the stylus up. I'm going to talk a bit later about the performance of Android on this device, but in terms of raw speed and just power, um, I find it really, really fast. Obviously, as you'd come to expect from, from Android, there's there's no limit to how fast the processors and RAM can be. Um, I'll talk a little bit about the lagginess potentially event that Android's causing and the way that system works. But uh, in terms of raw performance, just loading web pages, that kind of thing, um, it's, it's extremely fast, kept up with everything I was trying to do. It made the writing super fluid and fast, like I mentioned before. Another thing to mention, the size and weight of this thing, it is, it is noticeably 
very thin. It's it's light, like it's it's as light as you'd expect. You wouldn't expect it to be much heavier than this, considering what's inside. It's mostly battery, um, but I do find it. I found it very light and super thin. Even uh, it comes with, or you can get a keyboard case with it, and the keyboard case as well. Even if you put those two together, you don't get much bulk out of that. Uh, I'll mention now, actually, the keyboard case also comes with a little loop to hold the pencil at the top. I found that handy thing just to keep everything together. I found the camera on this thing to be a little bit lacking. This is the front facing camera. Um, but I mean, I guess you can't really say too much bad about it. It's a front facing camera. You're probably not going to use it that much. If you're doing a video chat, it's fine. Uh, but I wouldn't be recording any high quality videos on this thing if I was doing anything kind of professional or anything like that. Not that we necessarily would anyways. The rear facing camera. The rear facing camera is a little better quality. I still don't think it quite compares to the iPad and definitely doesn't do as well as the iPad with 4K. This is just a regular uh, 1080 camera. It does have a flash, but uh, again, in terms of recording any kind of video that you'd want to keep afterwards, I think video chat would be better, but you might take stills well with this camera. It's a 21 megapixel camera, but in terms of video, it's not great quality. This tablet, again, like the newest iPads, does have a fingerprint reader. I found that to be super fast, like the um, Galaxy S7 that I reviewed earlier. So no deficiencies there. Uh, it was fast. It was accurate. I did have the same issue that I have with some Apple products where after time, it kind of loses the ability to um, get the fingerprint. But I did find that just cleaning off the sensor made it kind of good as new again for a while. Uh, so as good as you could expect, I, I tend to have greasier fingerprints than the average person. And so I've come to expect that over time. I don't think it's, it's a, it's a problem with the device or with the fingerprint reader. I think it's just a problem with, with my fingers onto a few of the bad or weird things about this device that I'm just not quite used to yet. So I'm, I'm, as I mentioned, I'm coming from an iPhone, I'm coming from the Apple ecosystem and I don't know if it's Android or if it's this device or if it's TouchWiz on top of Android that makes this thing feel a little bit sluggish, but I, I have that experience with Androids in the past, any Android device, that the interface and just the way the operating system works feels sluggish at times. Like like I mentioned before, with the, the device itself feels fast. It can load web pages really quickly. It'll do all kinds of processing tasks quickly, but the interface itself seems laggy and seems kind of slow. And I have to attribute that to Android because that's it's been my consistent experience across Android devices. Uh, I can't say how much or how little TouchWiz, the, the layer on top of Android, fits into that picture, but it it does make me, every time I'm using any Android device, I sort of miss the fluidity. Like I, I, I like the features of Android that, that it's known for, um, being super optimized, being uh, customizable, and... So really the only downside is the fact that you kind of have to deal with this this lagginess over time and uh, the tendency for things like battery to not necessarily be optimized. Android is taking steps in this to fix this, but for now it, it does feel oddly laggy. Uh, the other thing I'll note is that the iPad has had multitasking features for a while now, uh, for a couple of years at least, and Android has had multitasking for about the same amount of time. It It, it has been a couple of years as well. But it does feel like, whereas on the iPad, you have apps that either support multitasking or don't support multitasking. Uh, with Android, especially on tablets, you have basically every app supports multitasking. Every app by default 
can multitask, whether it's optimized to do so or not. And so as a result, some apps feel broken. The Facebook app, for instance, if you go into multitasking mode, it's just going to be, the interface is just totally going to be broken. It doesn't quite work. And that's one of the things that I've found better about the iPad with iOS is that if something doesn't work, it's disabled gen- generally. Uh, things like app review will catch apps that aren't optimized yeah, for the most part. There are, there are a couple exceptions, like another Reddit app on the iPad. When you make it narrower, when you do the, the side by side apps, the interface is a little wider than it should be and kind of falls off either edge. But that's the rare exception. Whereas I find with Android, that's more often the norm is that apps aren't quite optimized to be able to work with multitasking, which is fine, but it's something that I noticed and it's a little weird and makes things harder to use. One other thing I'll mention before wrapping up uh, is just something if if you're going to be using this device a lot, switching between modes, between using the keyboard and typing and then not using the keyboard and just kind of having it on your lap, is that for some reason, uh, through a couple of updates, the when you remove the S3 from the keyboard case, the screen shuts off and the, the, the tablet locks. I'm not sure exactly what, like, I don't know, understand why that decision was made, but it seems to be persistent. And I've, I've seen a couple of other uh, reviews and things mentioning that. I, it was very strange. Um, and it just strikes me as one of those things where it, I don't know if it's someone not quite thinking the interface through or if it was just a decision that was made, I don't know, for security, for like if, if the tablet falls out of its case, maybe as a security feature to lock. But if I'm taking it out and it locks, it's it's off-putting. It's just weird to have to, to have to reopen it again. So to sum up, this is, it's an extremely competent tablet from Samsung. If you're a fan of Samsung, if you're a fan of Android specifically, this I think this is a great purchase. If you, if you have tried an iPad and it's not for you and you prefer Android, then I would definitely say go for it. Um, I'm not sure it's quite at the level of an iPad in terms of maturity of, of the platform. Android tends to focus on smartphone features. Uh, in the same way that kind of Microsoft is very good at desktop, tried to port their OS to tablet or to, to smaller screens, didn't quite work. They didn't necessarily think it all the way through or, or optimize it for that. I find that Android's the same way, starting off at very small screen sizes, like phone size screen sizes and expanding to tablets. They're, it's not fully thought out. And so things work generally and the interface looks fine for tablet sized apps, but um, you run into some weird things like phone apps that aren't available. You can't actually get on the iPad, no matter what kind of size they would end up being. Um, these things feel like they're kind of not fully thought out yet. And so I, I have a hard time recommending Android tablets in general, but this one specifically, if, if you're looking for an Android tablet, this is kind of the best you can possibly get. Uh, the last thing, if you are, like like I mentioned, an Android tablet or an android user that wants a tablet and you're doing any kind of writing i really like the stylus i really like the the way you can write on this thing and it feels very natural so if you like writing there there are several apps there's a couple that come built in that let you do drawing and writing and note taking that kind of thing they all work really really well so i i liked the writing experience on this thing all right thanks for tuning into this review we'll be back in a few weeks with another episode a full episode of future chat For the time being, you can head to unwindmedia.com slash futurechat for past episodes, including the one we recorded just this past weekend. And we'll see you next time. Bye.